right, so before I get into this episode, I want to give a quick background about Carrie Colby, our wonderful guest. Carrie is a Murrow alum, for those who don't know, School of Communication. Then she worked at the Balermo Alamo Bowl, the year Minshew took us there and we won. Then she went to the Mariners, was Community Relationships slash Communication and Community Relationships. Then she worked at Murrow, my college once again, a social media transition to WSU Athletics. She's in charge of all of the at WSU Athletics accounts. Uh, really great person, wonderful, hilarious, enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. I'm your host, Walker Brooks. Today we have a wonderful guest, Carrie Colby, the social media specialist for Washington State Athletics. All right, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Walker. Excited to be here. In your day-to-day work as a social media specialist for athletics, what do you do or what does the department do to make WSU social media feeds stand out? Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's a different day every single day. Right. I always tell people. I think our big thing that we always try to highlight is how special it is to be a Coug. It sounds a little cliche, but I really do think that that Coug brand is unlike any other brand in the country. Big thing that we just try to focus on is being a Coug, being a part of Coug Nation, whether that's as a fan or as a student athlete. So we're really focusing kind of on that. I like that. Obviously, I'm all for the Cougar brand. Oh, Um, me too. Me too. I'm an alum and came back here for work and I'm like, you know what? It's, it still hasn't changed. If anything, it's gotten even stronger. My question is to you, what is your, what's your favorite, what is one of the, your favorite sports to work with? Oh gosh, that's hard because oh man, I enjoy working with all of the sports here. And obviously I'm involved with all 17 of our programs. You know, recently I've been picking up working more with WC Cougar baseball and I have a soft spot for baseball just because I come from a baseball background. That's a fun group of guys, fun coach. Coach Green has a lot of personality and we recently had their media day. And then that was a lot of fun to kind of get to know the team, kind of understand their sense of humor. Also get excited for baseball in the Palouse, which I think has kind of been under the radar for the last few years and now it's starting to pick up. So I'm hoping that that just keeps trending upwards. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely going to get better. Um, what was media day like for you? What did you, what was your responsibilities there? Media days are always my favorite days, no matter what team we're doing it with. So media day involves capturing photos, video, everything we need for the season to highlight them on our website, highlight them on social. So we have a photo station where they have the white backdrop and they just take their headshots. They take photos that we use for graphics. So I have a video station this year. It looked really, really sharp in their locker room. Had really cool lighting and smoke effects that really made it more dramatic that we're going to use for video content. And then also this year, we introduced a social station that was definitely silly. We were trying to capture kind of the, the, the funny side of the players and the team. I mean, that turned out really well this year. So a lot of different elements, but I think the fans and Coog Nation are really going to like seeing the personality of the team. So you talk about personality of the, the baseball team, but all the other ones, what, is, what are some of the, the strangest requests a player or coaches come to you for content they want? Like the most outlandish kind of thing. Oh man, gosh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> we, we do have a, a few players and, and I certainly won't name them, they have requested that we, you know, help them with making music videos or, or taking, doing photo shoots for them, which is obviously 
not um, not allowed in my position, um, but also just very random, has nothing to do with athletics or sports. So we get a lot of personal requests and athletes just, I don't think realize that we can't do that, but yeah. But yeah, no, the, the music video, that that was definitely one of the more out there requests that I've gotten. Music video, that's 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 interesting. I, I think I have a couple ideas who it might be. Some have been very vocal about <laughs> their musical talents, quote or air quotes. <laughs> I'll confirm with you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you talk about so obviously social media and with the world of college athletics is changing especially with name image and likeness have you guys encountered a situation where let's say max borgie is wearing an rb's branded t-shirt on the sidelines and i know you guys like getting pre-game shots and all that stuff what do you guys do in that situation have you had to deal with any nil conflicts yeah we have and what's tricky is that there are still so many gray areas the biggest ones being brands that we're associated with an example of that would be we're a nike school and we're also a gatorade school and there have been some situations where some players have partnered with rival brands, you know, and, and I don't think there are clear cut rules yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's where it gets really tricky. So I think, you know, being that we're in our first year of NIL, I think it's important that we kind of play it, safe. play it safe. And I think it's important for, you know, us to offer education to student athletes, because when I was 18 to 23 years old, I would have no idea. Yeah. I wouldn't even think about that. I would think, oh, hey, I'm getting free stuff. This is cool. So I think, you know, we're still learning ourselves. I think every university is learning. So I would say, you know, rival brands with our partners has come up a little bit, but I think once we get, you know, a few more rules, clear cut right, yeah. from NCAA, maybe that can help a little bit more. But I think it's exciting that players can finally monetize their names and an image to actually make an additional income. Oh yeah, I'm I'm all I've been for that for years. So you talk about educating, and social media is a double-edged sword. So do you guys have any lessons on how to deal with social media? Because I know in my classes in my life, people say be careful what you post on social media, all that stuff. Do you guys have any extra additional like lessons you try and pass on to players? Yeah, not me specifically. You know, obviously I'm friendly with a lot of the uh, student athletes just in passing and, and getting to know them through covering their games and practices yeah. and whatnot. Um, but what's great is that I know athletics has been forming more partnership with the Murrow College up the hill on campus. And a lot of Murrow professors, staff, um, faculty, they will sometimes hold almost workshops or little presentations to kind of educate student athletes. And I thankfully was a part of one last summer with Rebecca Cooney. And we just talked a little bit about, you know, social media, be careful with it, but also here's this new opportunity with NIL, which again, we're still learning. Yeah. Um, just kind of giving some pieces of advice and whatnot. And, and hopefully it resonates a little bit, but when it comes down to it, it's, it's their social media. They can do with it what they want. And right. if there is a problem that'll probably come from coach. So have you noticed, I mean, you're not heavily involved, but in the small interactions, have you noticed if recruits are, how social, is social media a big fat, like a social media graphics getting noticed? Is that a big factor in some players when they come to campus? Like, is that their focus, if you've noticed anything at all? No, I don't think it's a focus, but I think they definitely look for it and they notice it. And I know a lot of recruits, you know, when we make, and not myself, but when our staffs make graphics for them, like their recruitment graphics, 
they have opinions on what they want to see. They, they want it to look cool. They want it to look flashy. Um, so I think it definitely plays a factor. And, and I know that we've been trying to kind of up all of our social media presences across the board for each team. And I think recruits are picking up on that and they're noticing that. Yeah. I've, I've noticed just, especially with the new, I mean, obviously football takes front seat, but you guys that have football, the graphics department now with Dallas Hobbs is phenomenal. I mean, they're just, they're crazy. The stuff they've come out with. Oh, I'm so excited that Dallas has been able to stay, you know, within WCU athletics and now in a full-time staff role. It's, it's such a perfect fit. I'm really excited to see what he can do. I know Dallas to me has always been super. He was, I had him on my podcast. He's, um, he is not the traditional football player. He has so many different hobbies, which is incredible. You can have a whole just episode talk about each hobby. I mean, he was making carpets for a while. That was so weird. He's a digital creator. I know that he recently is a part owner of a brewery up in Spokane. I would love to just pick his brain someday, but I'm sure he is way too busy for me to do that. When you were a student on campus, which was fairly recently, what's the biggest change you've noticed in WSU's social media presence? I would say there's just more of it. You know, I graduated from WSU almost five years ago now, and I was, much like you, I was working in the athletic communications office as a student assistant. And honestly, just four or five years ago, social media was around, but I don't remember it being that big of a deal in athletics. At that point, I don't even think we had a social media department. Um, I think it was a lot of the sports info directors, they were doing social media. And then us as student assistants, we would help with that. But I've noticed that there's just a ton more creativity. Um, There's a lot more focus on imagery, whether that's photos, flashy graphics, or videos. And then two, obviously, four or five years ago, Instagram was around, but they didn't have reels. TikTok wasn't around, so that's huge. So it's really just grown incredibly. And I think the expectations are much, much higher than they were a few years ago. Yeah, no, I'm in there and I just see Chris and Ben on the computers editing different basketball graphics. The the stuff you have to know nowadays is crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it never ends. It's a 24-7 kind of job. So like, I think I saw like some stat came out about Shirley's two weeks ago and Chris had to go alter a graphic before he posted. It's just, uh, it's just crazy. The stuff you have to do in that role. It's everyone, the social media components. I wish I, I, I should learn more. Well, and it's one of those things where it's hard to learn because it's always changing. So you'll learn something and then a week later, they'll introduce a new feature or they'll completely redesign the, the app. And you're kind of humble that having to relearn apps that you've been using for years, maybe on a personal level. Yeah. But that's just kind of part of the communication media career field is just keeping up with the constant changing. Yeah, no, that's, that's also just life in general too. Oh, yes. What are some of your favorite projects you've done? in your time at the athletic department? Oh man. Well, it's been really fun to be a part of the Cougar football brand. That brand has grown a lot since I was a student. So it's been fun to, to work with the football staff to kind of make that a nationally known brand and establish a real digital presence for it. And then I would say on on kind of a fun note, we've been really big on creating Instagram reels. That's kind of our new 
trend that we've been trying to do a lot more of this year than we have in years past. It's been fun to just kind of highlight every single sport we can that's in season and make really fun, quick content for them on Instagram that they can share. I have a couple more questions. So where do you see the Pac-12's social media presence as a whole compared to, let's say, other conferences? You know, I, I think it's up there, but truthfully, I don't think we can ever compete with like an SEC. We just can't. Those brands are yeah. absolutely incredible. You know, I, I would say we're fairly comparable with like a Big 12. Some of those outliers, you know, Texas, I know sure. will not be in the Big 12 right. for, for much longer, but that the University of Texas brand is absolutely incredible. And I will be completely honest when I say that I will sometimes look for them, you know, for inspiration. And why not? Just because they do, they do an incredible job and, and it's amazing how you look at their stuff. You know, it's Texas. Um, They've done a really great job down there. So I I think we're, we're maybe in the top half, I would say. I'll take that. Yeah. I think, I think we're, we're up there and I know, the Pac-12 conference, they're still kind of recovering from, from COVID. I know they yeah. let go of a lot of their staff, but it looks like they're getting to be, you know, pretty fully staffed again, which is great. You know, with our big brands, you know, Oregon, USC, you know, even even an Arizona State, I, I would say that they're they're up there, you know, brand-wise. So so I think we're up there and I think there's room for a lot of improvement too, you know, from from everybody. It's just from a uh, I think it's just from a staffing perspective. I know sure. a lot of college athletic programs are feeling that where, you know, there's kind of a mass exodus and, you know, the demand yeah. to be creative and do great cool stuff is, is still going upwards. And, and people after the pandemic kind of said, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good working in sports. I, I want to work remote. It's interesting, but I, I think we're, we're going in a good path, especially with the new commissioner. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like him. When he came for a campus visit, I got to follow him around and he was, he was funny. He was friendly, was talking to me about his son who goes to, I think it's Whitworth. Yeah, I think so. Familiar with Eastern Washington. He likes the area. I made the mistake. I called him Mr. Klyovkov and he immediately said, no, call me George. So I'm like, all right, we're, we're off to a good start. This is, this is already an upgrade uh, from our past commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. I do a speed round segment. They're just fun questions. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. All right. Cougar gold or Ferdinand's ice cream? Oh, Cougar gold. Cougar gold? Really? Huh. Yeah. It's usually Ferdinand's. Okay. What What kind? You know, I just go the original. The original Cougar gold. You can eat that by itself. Have it with mac and cheese. It is spectacular. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Your favorite class when you were a student? I have two. Can I give two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. One of them was history of baseball. Oh, I wish that was still a class. It that it three times a week. It was just story time about baseball. Yeah. Loved it. And then the other one was called beverage management. That is the fancy politically correct way to call it the drinking class where we did wine tastings, beer tastings yep. twice a week at one thirty. half the class is stumbling out of there, but it was actually really fun and relevant to learn what to pair yeah. you know, foods with what drinks. So, so history of baseball and beverage management, two best classes. Fantastic. Best on-camera talent from one of the teams, a player. God, that's so hard. I think Ron Stone's pretty good. Oh, RJ is amazing on camera. He was made to be in front of a camera. 
You know, our men's basketball team has a lot of characters on it. Honestly, TJ Bamba is, he is great in front of the camera on media day. He really, he took my phone and he just took over the Instagram and he's always down to do interviews or anything like that. So, so RJ's up there, TJ Bamba, and of course the Ledger Walker sisters. They're of course, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, they are. Play so well off of each other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I know they're sisters, so they probably yeah. have that working for them, but it's still know. good to see. Well, and their accents too. Yeah. You can't beat New Zealand accents. No. The whole women's basketball team is just full of accents too. Like they're all so from such crazy places. It's absurd. I think we maybe have one or two Americans. Yeah. I think Michaela Jones and Grace Sarver. And then, oh, and then Kaya Woods. Yeah. I, I just did a story on them. Yeah. In Kaya so. now. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, Canada, Romania, New Zealand, Australia, it's, that's a very international team. Yeah. Props to Cammy Etheridge for doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my final question is your favorite restaurant in Pullman. Oh, that's tough. Favorite restaurant in Pullman. Oh man, I don't want to say the wrong one. We have, we've, I've heard, I think every single restaurant in Pullman up to this point. Okay, cool. So I won't offend yeah. anybody. No. That's good. That's good. You know, may, I hope maybe no one said this one yet. I got to go with the new one, The Land. No, no one said that. That's a good one. So formerly the zoo back in my day when I was a student, they have the most amazing fried chicken sandwich there. So highly okay. recommend their, their staff and bartenders are awesome. They make good drinks. And like I said, that fried chicken sandwich is fire. Wow. That's awesome. This was, this was great. Thank you for, I appreciate you coming on. It was, I appreciate it. It's always interesting to get a non-player coach to come on. So, of course. Yeah. I'm flattered that I'm even considered to, to be a guest if I'm not a player or coach or anything like that. He was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I get him a prostitute? What do you